You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash Film School. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. In the new Showtime documentary, Semper Fi, One Marine's Journey, Jeff Key, at the age of 34, ignores the pleas of his West Hollywood friends and ships with his unit to Iraq because he believes in answering his country's call. What he finds there breaks his heart. Upon return, the gay Marine tours the country with a one-man show against the war. With us today is Vince DiPersio, the film's director, who is the recipient of three Academy Award nominations, three Emmys, and the Robert F. Kennedy Award for Journalism. Vince DiPersio, welcome to Film School. Thank you. How are you today? I'm fine, fine. I just got back from the Maui Film Festival, so I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm having fun. The, did, Ma- did the you, Maui Film Festival? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Did you see anything good there? Something you liked? Yeah, I saw a waitress, which I love. Oh, very good. That's down here. It's just about everywhere now. It seems like it's going to last for a while, too. Yeah, it's a really sweet film. Just out of curiosity, too, what did you win the Robert F. Kennedy Award for Journalism for? For a film called Memphis PD, War on the Streets. It was a film looking at the world through the inside of a police car. It was for giving voice to the voiceless, was the citation on it. Excellent. You met Jeff Key. Where? Where did this all start for you? About a year ago, I got a phone call from a friend of mine who who's a director, uh, an Academy Award-winning director, actually, and she asked me if I wanted to meet a friend of hers who had an idea for a film. And so I met them at a coffee house here in Los Angeles called Aroma, and I walked in, and there was the producer, Ida Halliman, of this film, mm-hmm. and Jeff. And we sat down, and Jeff started to tell me a story, and three sentences in, I, they had me hooked. Yeah. I was ready. Had he done his one-man show when you... Uh... Talk to him then? Yeah, he was doing the show. I hadn't seen it yet. About two weeks later, I flew up to San Francisco to see it, and, and then I was really certain. Yeah. Now, I notice in the film he's taking it back to Alabama, where his family is. So he played around before then for quite a while? Yeah, he had, he had been up in Los Angeles for a while, and then uh, San Francisco, he had a nice run there. And, he, and, and actually, he toured the country, you know, the heartland. It was in Kentucky. The decision to play in his hometown... Was that something that he decided after you started getting involved in his uh, his story, or was that something he had planned all along? No, it's something he had planned. Did he have to get up enough nerve to do it? What did he go through? You know, Je- Jeff is, you know, on the surface, very taciturn, so it's, it's, it's sometimes hard to tell, but I know it was a really big deal for him to go back and face people that had given him a hard time coming up for mm-hmm. uh, for being gay and, uh, and his parents who had, you know, were still in the throes of dealing with him coming out and the dual thing of him, you know, admitting on stage uh, that he was gay in front of his hometown audience yeah. and going back to Alabama, the heartland, with this message that he was against the war. It was a pretty big deal for Jeff, but he handled it beautifully. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, so did the people of Alabama. I was really impressed. Oh, good. When I saw that scene coming up, when it was announced what he was about to do, I didn't know what to expect. I, I didn't know if there would be protests or or people booing in the audience. I had no idea. So you're saying that it all all went pretty pretty straight and well for him, and you get good reviews there. Yeah, he got fantastic reviews. In fact, they just had a film festival in Alabama, and and the film won the audience award for best film. 
Well, well congratulations. Well, that's that's, uh, that's uh, certainly a validation of what. You, uh, now, in the film, uh, you kind of, there's a sort of there's a different parts to this film. We have Jeff's story, you have his one man play, and you have the backstory of his family and 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 them dealing with talking about Jeff and his life. Did you have a sense that because in the play, or I'm sorry, in the film, uh, the parents are talking about the fact that that Jeff is gay. The father seems to be a little less willing to sort of process it. The mother, I get the sense, is a little more accepting of it. Did the play and any of the subsequent uh, reaction to the play, did that, is that helped his father in terms of dealing with this? I think it had a profound effect, actually. When you make a film, you shoot a lot more than winds up in the film. But there was a, a moment after, after the film where uh, I had met his father uh, alone before the crew came. I always go out and I meet everybody. And, uh, and I knew there was a really sweet, wonderful man there. But he was very honest with me then at the time that he was still dealing with this fact that Jeff was gay. And, and, and it had a lot to do with the church. He's very big in the Church of Christ. And yeah. his you know, uh, beliefs teach him something different. At the end of the play, Jeff's fiancée was there. And, and his fiancée's family were staying with Jeff's family, which was, you know, yeah. kind of an awkward but sweet moment because it was a real commitment for his father, you know, to have... Jeff's fiance's family be there because he was saying, you know, my son's gay and he's going to be married. But afterwards, uh, I wandered down the sidewalk with the camera and the two dads were talking. And as I came upon them, Jeff's father said to his fiance's father, God gives everyone what they need in life and God gave Jeff your son, which was a beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually showed it to Jeff. Oftentimes you see these kinds of situations in, in film and, and there's a sort of a, a sort of benevolent overtone to, to the person who is willing or doesn't know how to deal with, with gay people. And uh, I, that, you don't get that sense at all with, with, with uh, Jeff's father or his family, really, for that matter. So, so it's, it's fairly obvious that they're, they have that capacity. Yeah, from the film. Yeah, I think Arnold, you know, is an amazing man, and and uh, and it's a real struggle for him. You know, the the church that he he spent his entire life in, and his son that he really loves. But I but he's I think he's coming down squarely on the side of his son. The other part of the film too uh, are the interviews with Jeff's friends, and and some of them didn't take well to him going to Iraq. Is there anything you had to cut out of some of that? I mean, did did people get pretty heated about uh, his decision? No, what you say in the film is, was pretty much their attitude. You know, they were upfront and, and honest about being angry with him, thinking it was a bad decision. But every single one of them had enough respect for Jeff to say, it, it, I thought it was a bad decision. I was really mad, but I realized that if I wanted to be his friend, I had to put that aside and support my friend at the, in the end. And that was across the board. Well, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Vince DiPercio, and the uh, film is Semper Fi, uh, One Marine's Journey. You said you... Uh... Did some of the held the camera with his with his parents there? How much uh, camera work were you involved in? Very little. Okay, I'm I'm, in, I'm dangerous with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> How do you mean? You just uh, just take things you shouldn't? <laughs> no, no, no. I, the technique. Everybody has their job, and my job is not cameraman. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's talk about this Marine's journey. Nine Eleven has had a profound ef- effect on him, and that's one of the things I think we need to underscore. This is about a patriot, a man who believes very strongly in his country belief that we are under attack, and he has decided that he wants to be in the Marine Corps to defend our country. His going through and apparently excelling as a Marine had to be a very validating experience for for Jeff. Can you want to talk about that a little bit, how he went into the Marine Corps and really became kind of a standard bearer for them? 
Yeah, Jeff had a, a lifelong desire to be in the uh, Marines. He had there were people in his family that had come before him that were Marines. Coming out at the time he came out, which is uh, I guess fifteen, sixteen in Alabama, uh, made that impossible. He felt for him. Mm-hmm. He came to Los Angeles, and you know he he felt Los Angeles was so freeing for him that there were a lot of things in his life that he hadn't tried that he should. And one of the things was to honor this commitment that he had to the country and the flag and to serve in the military. And uh, his friends were against it. And Jeff is the kind of guy that really doesn't ride on public opinion. It's really, you know, he makes up his own mind about things. And he, he you know, he, he said to them, look, I'm going to do this. And if you want to be friends, you're going to have to accept it. And they did. And he went in, from all accounts, from every Marine I talked to, he was exemplary in every aspect of it. Well, there's that the one story he talks about where they run up uh, the hill. The crucible. The crucible. Yeah. And at the end, one of the Marines does something that uh, it sounds like is very unusual to do. They don't call a Marine until they get to the top of this hill, until they've gone through this. And the one Marine, there's a gesture, and I don't want to give this away because I think it's a, it's a very touching story, but it's obvious. And he gets to carry the flag during the uh, yeah. graduation ceremony, which I imagine is a, is a very high honor for, for the Marine Corps. Yeah, sure. What would you have said to Jeff had you known him and found out that he had joined Marines and was going to Iraq? Do you have any personal opinions about that? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, I'm a a Vietnam era vet, and it's one of the reasons I wanted to do the film was because somehow people that are, you know, against the war are tarred as unpatriotic. And a lot of Vietnam vets went, served, came back, and turned against the war. When this happened, I didn't think it was a good idea. Right from the beginning, I, I, it just didn't feel right to me. I mean, Afghanistan felt like a smart thing to do, you know, take down the Taliban, go after uh, Osama bin Laden, but Iraq just felt bad from the very beginning. But still, you have to separate the, the, the policy from the people who are willing to serve. I'd like to think that I would have had enough respect for Jeff to say, you know, I don't agree with this war, but I support you. Which, which brings us to the other part of the film. He kept a, a video journal and, a, and a, a personal diary about his time in Iraq. But well, there's some great shots in there. How did you go about uh, editing through that? Did he choose the footage? Did you? No, I did. Actually, Jeff never saw the film until it was completely done. Ah. And it's, it was because of me, really. I, I wanted to be able to make the film, you know, to channel Jeff's voice through me. In the early processes of the film, you know, it looks like a mess. And and I try to keep the subjects out of the editing room because I don't want them to see this like long mess that they've made of their life until <laughs> it starts to make sense to me. Yeah. He is in Iraq. Well, I want to ask okay, what, what his impression was uh, the first time he saw it. Did uh, did he was it a private screening? You and him and and who else and what happened? I, I slipped him a DVD, or wow. my producer slipped him a DVD, and I said to him, "Call me after you've seen it." Okay. And he did, and 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 uh, he was really moved, and and he was really proud of it. We're speaking with Vince DiPersio, the director of Semper Fi, One Marine's Journey, which will be on uh, show's time. I think the first date is uh, next Monday, June 25th at 8.30 at night. What was it like working with uh, Showtime? How did how does that arrangement work where you come up with this documentary? Had you done work for them before? No, I never had. I, I had done a bunch for HBO, which is their you know kind of uh, traditional rival. I just felt that they, they have been gay-friendly over the years at Showtime, and I felt that this could be a good idea for them. And Ida, the producer, had done a show for show, uh, Showtime, too, that did really well. So I, I suggested we go to Showtime. Ida set up the uh, meeting through her connections. We brought Jeff in in his Marine uniform on a Friday. Uh-huh. 
And on Monday we had an answer. It was amazing. And I have to say, they were nothing but really supportive through the whole process. And uh, any suggestions they had or any notes about the work in progress were always really constructive. It was a really great experience for me. Is Showtime getting more and more into the documentary film world? <laughs> I, I think Showtime, they're, they're in flux. They're constantly figuring out you know, what works best for them and their demographic. And in the cable world, you, know, you, know, you have this churn rate where people, you know, you, you know how you're doing by, the, by whether or not people sign up. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, and so they're constantly deciding what they do. I hope they do more. Yeah. What well, seems like a great outlet, both uh, HBO yeah. and Showtime for documentaries. I I always enjoy. In fact, that's one of the, <laughs> I must say, uh, the few times that I do watch uh, either of them is to, is to see documentaries that are out there. I know you don't want to give an honest answer, but who do you prefer working for, HBO or Showtime? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't want to give an honest answer. <laughs> <laughs> but what's, what would be the difference between the two? Can you give us some insight into that? Actually, I found a lot of similarity. I huh? mean, the reason I, I work so much for HBO uh, was because the head woman there, Sheila Nevins, was just an amazing fan of documentaries and did, has done more for documentaries in this country, I think, than any other single producer. And when I went to Showtime, I was a little nervous because I had such a wonderful home at HBO, and Sheila was so wonderful. But my executive at Showtime, Joan Bornstein, was every bit as terrific and really supportive and really fought for the project. And And, you know, when she picked up the phone and called me about something that was bothering her about it, she was almost always right. Let's get to back to the film and talk a little bit about uh, Jeffrey Key and his experience in Iraq uh, and how he was changed, profoundly changed by that experience. Was there one key moment, do you think, that that really uh, made a difference to him? Yeah, I I, I think his relationship with this little kid, Meta He, he, Mm -hmm. who's in the film, uh, Which means peace, by yeah, the way. Yeah, really affected him. I mean, he he right away. I mean, Jeff, when you walk down the street with him, he's very gregarious and outgoing, and he notices everything around him, and 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 he's instantly involved in the plight of everyone. Yeah. And I think the the kids had a profound effect on him. You know, you go to war to fight an enemy, a bad guy, and when Jeff got there, you know, most of that beginning work had been done. And so he had a, the luxury of, of meeting the Iraqi people at a time that was between the fall of Saddam and the beginning of the insurgency. And so he really got to talk to them, and he profoundly fell in love with them, and especially the kids, and especially this kid, Medahi. And I think that uh, knowing, as he went along, that Medahi's life was not going to be better because he had been there, mm-hmm. really had a profound effect on him. Yeah, it seemed it seemed to. Has Jeff taken his message out beyond the film to make? You that, mean in a political context? Yeah, in a political context. Yeah, he, he'll go to any rally, any especially that involves vets, and he has a couple organizations. He has one where uh, he gets vets that are having trouble together and counsels them. They counsel each other. Really, it's a beautiful idea. Mm-hmm. And then the other uh, organization is uh, to bring aid and comfort to the people of Iraq. And he's planning in September to go back to Iraq and, and bring some food and water and basic necessities to uh, hopefully Medahi. In the film, there's a fellow Marines who uh, you've interviewed. To a couple of them, it was, if became fairly apparent or that uh, Jeffrey might be gay. It seemed from the film that there was an acceptance of him. Does Jeffrey talk about how within the Corps, within the armed forces, there's a growing acceptance of of, uh, of gay uh, servicemen and women. Yeah, and and I, you know I have a philosophy philosophy about life in general. I think that that definitely was the case here, and that is that you know when you put two people together and they have to deal with each other, they eventually they accept each other for who they are. 
Can the stereotypes sort of break down? Yeah, everything breaks down when you have one-on-one contact. It's, it's easy to keep the stereotype going, you know, when it's them and you. But when, it, when you're together, it gets a lot harder. And Jeff, that was pretty much Jeff's experience. Jeff wasn't out to, to, to reach people or to change people's minds yeah. or to, to bring a message to the Marine Corps. He was there to serve. But when the issue came up, he never backed down from who he was. Yeah, that's the sense you really do take away from the film is that this is a person who is about sort of breaking down barriers between people, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it was with his past, with the the people of Iraq, with the people in the Marine Corps. He does seem to be intent, very strong intent to uh, sort of break down uh, whatever whatever stereotypes, whatever preconceived notions that they might have about him, either as a Marine or as a gay man. Yeah, and what I love about Jeff is that he didn't... He didn't go into the Marine Corps and work, you know, super hard to convince them that, you know, gay people yeah. are just as good as straight people. Yeah. He went into the Marine Corps and tried to be a really good Marine for himself. Mm-hmm. And then when the issue came up, he let them know that he was gay. And, and if they didn't accept it, tough. Yeah. Well, it's a terrific film. Once again, we've been speaking with Vince DiPercio, and the film is uh, Semper Fi, One Marine's Journey. Thank you for joining us here on Film School. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at KUCI.org slash filmschool.